Hey everyone, it's Luke, your Dungeon Blaster. I just want to let you know that there were some technical difficulties with Peter's mic in this episode, so his voice might be a little low at times. I raised the volume as much as I could without it sounding shite. Uh, I also ran out of time while editing this episode due to life and illness getting in the way. Uh, please forgive us, but it was a pretty fun episode uh, and we hope you enjoy. Welcome, Traveller. You have entered the realm of adventure. Prepare yourself for tales from Beyond the Dice. Beyond the Dice is a Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition actual play podcast set in a cyberpunk city called New Etika. I'm your Dungeon Master Luke and your players are... Ben, I play Cortain, the level 5 human fighter. Peter, I'm playing Spigs. What level are we? Five! Dwarf Artificer called Spigs. I just said it, man. I oh, know. Little Moss is played by Travis, and he's a level five monk. Coming at ya. He's also made of half orcs and half something else. What is the other half of a half orc? Is it largely considered to be human, or could you be anything? Could you be half dragonborn? Could you also Ooh. be another half orc? Oh, well then you'd be a quarter orc. Doesn't make no sense. Yeah, it does. Half orc and a half orc, mate. You're going to be a quarter orc. No, it makes a full orc. You nub. It's math. Okay. When I was coming up with a new character for Ben's game, when my first character perished, um, I was choosing between a half orc character and the the elf that I play now. Um, and the, the half orc character was going to uh, um, insist he was half elf. Because he was, because he was going to be half elf, half orc, but he just didn't want to talk about his orc side because he was a little embarrassed. Because generally people don't like half orcs and such. So every time somebody would say like mention him being a half orc, he would correct them, being saying that he's a half elf. No, no, I'm half elf. Yes, like oh no, me not half orc, me half elf. Um, yes. Anyway. Let us, uh, let us get you three boys to roll me a d20 and tell me what happened previously on Beyond the Dice. Does this dice roll have anything to do with who's telling you, or are we just rolling and telling? You, uh, what happens is... Moss 16. Whoever gets the lowest tells who get, Whoever gets the Man, lowest how many dice did you just roll? <laughs> He's making sure he doesn't get the lowest. <laughs> yeah. He's like 47. Cheater Peter. <laughs> Take that, bitches. 18. Cortain with a 9. Oh! Alright, Cortain. Recount the tale of episode 36. So, we were at that really swanky hospital where Gage got taken because he was having a moment. He's dead now. Uh, he was emitting like an electromagnetic pulse. Like, it wasn't a moment. He was having... <laughs> Magical emissions. seizures. He was having a, a magic <laughs> crisis. Um, he, needed, he had uh, Vista installed, and that was the problem. <laughs> <laughs> so he was. He stayed. He stayed at the hospital um, because he might be dying, or they have to look after him. Oh, then we got called. We got called to the library 
to my what's the what's the crazy guy's name? Lorian. Lorian. L'Oreal. Um, <laughs> because we're worth it. Um, <laughs> Maybe he's born with it. Oh. Um, Maybe it's Maybelline. So we got called because the keys are on the move. There's some ancient magic he put over those keys, which have told us that they're being transported. And thus, Google Maps. It's a printed-off version of Google Maps. Thus ensued a daring car chase, uh, in which we, in I believe Spiggs's Ute, Spiggs's truck, um, were chasing like a whole caravan of heavily armed, heavily armed mercenaries or, or bad guys, as they're called. Um, and then we started owning up. I believe Cortain did a, a sh- like a spin in the air and cut off cut off a guy's arm and leg. Huh. Um, Little Moss uh, did something. I think um, I, I think I just had an existential crisis. You like, jumped from vehicle to vehicle to hover bike to van from car. I, I'm pretty sure you touched about 38 different vehicles in that in that episode, just launching from thing to thing. Yeah, I didn't actually hurt anyone, but no, it was pretty great. Like Spider, actually, Spider Man. Yeah, wait, I think you might have tried to punch someone, but didn't quite get them or something. No, no, I just thought about this. Like you just said, all mercenaries, also known as bad guys, but like we are mercenaries. Do you think that the other people think we're the bad guys, and that there's an alternate podcast being recorded right now from the other perspective? (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like, and they're just like, oh, and then this jerk of a half orc, half elf, whatever. You know, leapt on me and punched me in the face, and it was really not okay. Well, sucks to be them because I just seem. I think I killed one of their party members last last session. Yeah, so they're like they're, they regularly team wipe, and they have to re-roll like every couple of episodes. <laughs> yeah, that's a it's one I haven't wanted to release because it just ends up with the players all crying <laughs> in reaction to what happens when the the big guy in the suit. And the um, the karate orc and the, the little dwarf with the robot legs blow their heads off every freaking <laughs> 40 minutes. It's like, that would be terrible listening, don't you think? What do you mean we fucking died again? <laughs> yeah, you, it's like, okay, you get attacked, roll a save. I rolled a crit nut, but the script says you have to die. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's great. Oh, and where the episode ended was... Oh, yes. yes. Sorry, we're still doing recap, my bad. Oops. Yeah, so it ended with us following the van where the keys are in into the parking lot of a big, of a big corporate building, and then a robotic minotaur and a giant turret-armed robotic spider appeared. Yes, they emerged from the large armored vehicles that were escorting the security van. I assume, I assume they come to help us rescue the keys. Most definitely. I, I think you're wrong. Uh, <laughs> cue battle music. All right. Bum, 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 bum. Is, is that battle music? That yes. was battle music. That was the starting of battle music. <clears throat> Needs more synthwave. <clears throat> and if if we would all like to go to Roll20, and if Roll20, if you're listening today, it's working quite well for me. So congratulations and thank you. They heard all the abuse you gave like all the other episodes and they're finally fixing this shit. 
<laughs> it's just called Mega Building. Oh wait, no, you don't. No, you need to zoom out. <laughs> you just need to there's zoom just out. A, there's just a square, uh, there's not a square rectangle. There's a green <laughs> whoa, rectangle. Whoa, 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 whoa. Don't say square rectangles on well, our podcast. You know they'll come after us. <laughs> the well, government. A square is a, is a, is a kind of rectangle, I guess. Um, it's more like a quadruped. A qu- what's a a quadruped is something that has four legs. Yeah, how do you know the square doesn't have four legs? I'm more of a tr- I'm more of a triped myself. So so hold on, squares, <laughs> squares and tables are are uh, both the same thing. They have four legs. They're quadrupeds. Tables. Yeah, and horses as well. Horses horses are just big weird dogs. <laughs> Why do you think? Why do you think horses are just big, weird dogs? Dogs are just small, weird horses. No, dogs came first. How do you know dogs came first? Really? Dogs are cool. In terms of the domestication of animals in history, are you advocating that horses were domesticated We did not jump to dogs? domestication. We, he simply said an open statement, dogs came first. Yes, okay. This is how dogs came first. If we had to believe the story of the Garden of Eden, Adam fucking dogged it. He was a dog, man. He dogged out Eve. <laughs> no. God came along and was like, did you, did you motherfuckers eat this, this big here, this big fruit thing here? And then Adam was like, nah, she told me to do it. Like, what a dog. He just dobbed her oh, in. So, right. dogs came there. first. Now, well, right. I thought you were going to say that God created all the animals in alphabetical order and D comes before H. Oh, that's, that's no, because... Correct. That's a very English-centric view of history. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that means al- elephant would have came first. <laughs> an a- Ardbark, elephant with Ardbark. an A. An Aardvark. Aardvark <laughs> was the first animal created. <laughs> <laughs> this weird little long snout thing. Whoa, whoa. Actually, if you think about it, the anteater did come first because I, I assume that um, if Adam was the first man, he would not have been circumcised. Therefore, he would have had an anteater penis. Oh, my gosh. That got real weird. Hold on, hold on. Alright, let's let's start our Dungeons and Dragons podcast, please. How is there an anteater before ants? Well, that's the question. Like, does anteaters, are they... Surely ants are uh, alphabetically before anteater. Maybe it wasn't spelt as ant, A-N-T, but it was A-N-C-E, ants eater. It it ate ants. And ants was... Anyway, shut up. God damn Come on, let's stop. Alright, let's do this. What you all see before you as each of you look around this scene in the moments before battle commences is this massive monolithic tower flanking this soon-to-be battle scene are four large rectangular um, ten-foot squares. Sorry, five-foot-tall cement blocks. And out of the cement blocks... Um, you see grass and gardens, like plant life, trees, bushes, flowers. Um, you guys have not, actually, Little Moss, you have seen this before, where you originated from in the monastery. But Spigs and Cortain, you have not seen greenery like this in real life. The closest you had gotten to it was in the Edict of Ayers, um... Oh, yeah. Club at the Knights Club of all the plants upstairs, and bushes yeah. and succulents upstairs in that sort of office building or the office room upstairs. Um, that's the closest you have had ever gotten to 
um, greenery like this. <clears throat> now closer northward towards these large steps that lead to the door and entrance of this giant building is a huge star or a huge I should say um, from top down it looks like a large star but it is a fountain with this massive elven design in the center of it that water is casting cascading down into the pool beneath south past this fountain there is the van this security van that little moss is crouched down in front of not far from him there is the banshee the woman with the skull mask and the bow the very tactical and high-tech looking armor on southward again you have the large armored vehicles one with a large mech suit and this mech is shaped and designed to look like a minotaur ah oh, it's not mecha bugbear no it's oh. bigger than mecha bugbear bigger than mecha bugbear bom, bom, bom. think of like a gundam wing sort of mech suit but it looks like a minotaur and then south even more there is this large four-legged this quadruped <laughs> tank thing its four legs are tank treads and on the top there is a turret and it is the um the size of maybe a uh, a small truck behind that we see oh, is chev that, is that a is that a giant is that a giant robot table is it quad- table you said quadruped right? it is is basically a table with a cannon on top south past that there is chev Spiggs's truck and Spiggs is stepping out of his vehicle behind him Cortain climbs out of a family van or, or a station wagon I should say so I should say yeah I, sh- I should say Cortain climbs out of a station wagon I should say and an old lady Speak yells like out of the window of go get him son and this is where we will get everyone to roll initiative I really hope that old granny was going to help us. Oh. This isn't a hot fuzz. Where everyone and their mums <laughs> is back around here. Cortain, what did you get? Cortain is busy saying goodbye to the nice old lady and got a three. Oh. <laughs> did, you roll, little did you roll a zero? Um, <laughs> I, little Moss rolled at a 19. Holy shit. Nice. And Spigs. Spigs was not saying goodbye to the old lady and has to check what... Where the hell is my initiative score? Uh, <laughs> oh, we, we rehearsed this earlier. <laughs> we didn't rehearse anything. We rehearsed this in the other 36 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, actually. There's Far a, out, I, man. I rolled, a, I rolled a 17, but I don't know what my initiative bonus is. What do you mean you don't know? What's your dexterity? Dexterity is 15. What's your bonus? <laughs> two. <laughs> it's 15 plus two. Oh my god. Look, I may have drunk a bit, but... You're the worst. Oh, they so moved what's... it here. I found it. It's on the left. They updated the, the app. You're not, oh, a, yes. you're not an it's, ambi-turner. It's, it's the app's fault. Yeah, yeah. App. Really, really awesome app, but they changed it on me. So it is 19 total. 19, okay, and it's gonna... 
Gotta go to Little Moss first. Um, yeah. So, like... Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, no! He killed her! Deleting all these scribbles. Oh! There we go, okay. So, For those of you who can't see at home, so, Travis is drawing penises. What? He's drawing penises all over the map. <laughs> what? Um, I did do that. Alright, um, what does the woman... Uh, look like she looks like she has a beard in the photo ah well if you zoom in a little bit more you will see you will see a little bit more so this woman is wearing this high-tech tactical bodysuit um armored plates on her arms legs um chest area stomach her face is covered in a skull mask which if you remember um which you probably don't i will load up a picture of it real quack it looks like that this skull mask over her pale skin her platinum blonde hair has um oh, been yeah, that's right has been cut short earlier when you first met her all the way back at like episode three or whatever it was, she had longer hair that was tied up in a bun on top of her head. She looks like she has cut it. She was, um, she was the woman who shot Spigs through the chest with a crossbow. Um, a longbow. A longbow. And that is what she is holding now too. You see that she has some um, um, blades at her sides. A mechanical quiver type thing over her shoulder, and she's holding this. Incredible looking compound bow. Ah, oh, damn. She's not going to try and fire at me, is she? No, you were first. Yeah, that's a shame. So, that's a shame. That's a shame. All right. So, what I'm going to do is. That's a shame. Imagine, imagine this scenario. Moss has just, like, flipped off of the um, front of the car and has, like, landed on all fours. And you know, when someone lands with such force that, like, dust goes around where they thing it like puffs up into the air and the first thing he does is like he looks like he's crouched down ready to start a race and then he looks up he sees her and he just guns straight for her he would like to run at her flip over her land in the fountain splash her with some water and then punch her in the back of the head all right just for style points okay roll your attacks sir so i don't have to roll like a athletics check or anything I can just um, do that because I'm a monk. No, you you basically can, you can just sort of do that stuff um, in combat. You just have to roll your attack. Okay, my attack is sixteen. So, as you you were going to kick her, was it in the back of the head? No, no, what was punch, it? Punch, punch, because I landed oh, okay, in cool. the fountain. Oh, water. you landed in the fountain. You splash water up. As water is cascading through the air towards her and you flurry your fist at incredible speed, she uses her bow and she knocks your hand aside and then she knocks an arrow and is pointing it towards you. Did you want to try and attack again? Yeah. Because I believe you can do so. I can. I'm going to do flurry of blows. I'm going to make two unarmed bonus strikes. Oh, God. 12. That is a miss. Um, you go to strike her again, and she, like, spins and dodges out of the way, and you go to strike, and you do, like, five consecutive hits, all of them missing as she quickly dodges and dashes within five feet of you. All right, so I got one more try. Do you? Yep. 
Alright. Oh, it's not good. <laughs> I rolled an 8, a 4, and a 6. <laughs> 14. An 8, a 4, and a 6, 14. Okay. Once again, you try and spin kick. She ducks under it. She hasn't let the. Can she at least be go. wet? Can she at least be wet with fountain water by this point from all the like the blows that I'm trying to land on her? Oh yeah, there's the these scene, these these scenes of you trying to hit her are like those um, kung fu movies when it's in water and little droplets are flying everywhere in slow motion. And it's um, like it's raining in the matrix. Yeah. Yes. Can she now have roll disadvantage on her bow because? Uh, people that <laughs> have bows <What>? like <laughs> it's largely agree that archers when it is raining are at a disadvantage because they their hands slip you, on their bows. Did you seriously attack from the fountain just for that for that little historical tidbit? Yep. <laughs> You're the best. <laughs> um probably I not. Will, I will see. I will see. <laughs> Good. That's we a will have to see. That's definitely Let's a no. Let's put That's up. We'll talk about it later. Uh, we'll, she's we'll, going yeah, we'll. to upgrade on a bow that like negates water. Yeah. You might as well have just said, I'll take it under. It's Teflon coated. <laughs> yeah. Luke, you might as well have just said, I'll take it under advisement. Yeah. yeah. I'll take it under advisement. Okay. Um, when it comes to your next. <laughs> um, Beating. Yeah, I would say when it, when it, when it, yeah, no, anyway, let's, let's keep going. I'm just going to go on about this. Uh, next we have, uh, next we have Spigs. So you are all the way at the bottom there. Woo! And you've just climbed out of your vehicle. Yeah, yeah. In front of you, there is this large spider-like mech with its tank tread legs. And it points its cannon towards you well, as you roll up. It's pretty scary. Can Spigs, like, half hang inside Chev and, uh, like, wind down the window and fire on the fire cannon out of Chev at the tank so get some, like, you know, some more cover? Yeah, you can you can have cover um, behind the, the door of Chev or something. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. All right, well, Spigs is going to shoot at the All right. new tank. Slash table. Tank table. <clears throat> Tank table. That's a 12 versus AC. That is going to miss. As you fire your... Um... Hold on, let me just fix this. As you fire your thunder cannon... And the, and the thunderbolts slam into this mechanical carapace, if you will. Little sizzles rise up from the metal, and it doesn't seem to be affected. Spigs uh, will then activate um, like one of the contraptions inside his little compartment in his arm. Like, yep. Pop it open. Pull out this little device, and he will press the button, and it like expands into like the um, <clears throat> expands into like a rolling belt and shoots off these, these little LEDs. It provide a shoe, so like it projects this shoe. All right, and what is that? What spell is that? That is Shield of Faith. All right, faith in his own designs. So it's plus 10 to AC for speed, but normally plus 2, right? Say what? 
because oh, he said his, his own faith in his own designs. So oh. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> it's a plus. It's a plus two. Plus, uh, though you have partial cover from behind your door. And is that all you're doing, sir? All right. Cool. Next, we have this large spider-like mech. For the purpose of this, I will call it the Bolter Mech. And what it will do is... It is going to... Harpoon! So you see out of the, the turret of the top of this Bolter Mech, you see like a almost like a, a silver missile protrude out slowly it fires towards you spigs and out pop these basically like a um almost like a grappling hook but it's incredibly sharp and let's see it will be a 17 verse ac that will not hit it slams into the the um, the door of your car, and it's the uh, what do you call it? This this sort of cable is stuck, and this harpoon is stuck in the door. Uh, it will then use these two little sort of cannons that. Uh, sort of activate from the side of it, uh, either side of this main cannon, and it will shoot these electric bolts that fly up in the air like little uh, missiles, kind of like magic missile that um, Gage used, and they're going to fly down and uh, they will slam into you, Spigs. And that will be uh, 21 verse AC. Ooh, it meets it, it beats it. Alright, so... That'll be 15 piercing damage as these little energy bolts slam into you. <coughs> and that's the end of its turn. Next we have the Minnow Mech, or the Minotaur Mech, and that... Cr this sorry, sorry, large... Is it this or piercing damage? Uh, piercing. This... Um... Yeah, the Minotaur mech will slowly make its way over... Towards Little Moss. And you see... Oh, out of its back, this large... Like, there's this large pole-like thing. And it grabs it. And... You hear this, all this machinery, robotic sounds, and pulling free from his back, this large minotaur mech is holding a huge maul, this massive hammer, and he's going to swing it down at you. Uh, let's see. 18 verse 18. It's going to miss. All right. You move out of the way as it crushes a whole chunk of this fountain and water starts to spill out of it. Uh, it's then going to swing its maul once again. And 
that's the same result. It's going to miss. It swings. No, nah, it hits this time. This. Just kidding. Sorry? I said it's going to hit this time, but that's not, uh, that's not true. Okay. I'm so sorry. Um, you, it's, as it swings at you, the banshee who's standing there also has to like duck out of the way of this massive mech. Uh, and the water starts to pour all over the ground in like rushing all over the ground there where you are. Next will be the banshee's turn. She is going to... Where is she? There we go. She's going to turn to you and... I'll turn from you and move away. She's going to go... One, two, three, four, five. About here. Actually, no, where was she? Here. She moves towards the side of the van. She pull, Which gives you an opportunity attack, by the way. So make that. I think this is going to go well. Do it. 26. 26. All right, that'll hit. Hey, that went well. <laughs> I should say that every time. <laughs> All right, so it is uh, 14 damage. 14 damage. All right, perfect. What, do you, what does it look like when you hit her? She tries to move away from me, so I punch her in the back of the head. She stumbles forward, stumbling towards the side of the van. As she sort of gains her, uh, her footing, she turns and fires an arrow at you. Uh, and... I would like to react Yep. by trying to catch the arrow. All right. So what does that entail? Um, I still have to make the attack and then you roll to yep. counter it? Or what is it? Yeah. Is that it? Yep. It has to hit first. 18 uh, plus... Hold on. Don't say that. Just say 18. <laughs> 18 plus zero. It is going to be... I'm just going to say... Uh, it's, it's, eight, it's 18 plus eight. It's, it hits. It's going to hit. Um, how do you catch it? So I have to roll a in D10. your teeth. Catch it in your teeth. In your. I don't think this is gonna. This is gonna actually work. But I'm gonna try. All right. So I rolled a three plus four plus five. Yeah. No, it's not gonna work. I try and catch it, but it pierces my head. <laughs> so I need. What? To, I need to re what? reduce the damage to zero. Is that what you do? Yeah. You reduce the damage to zero. So it's reduced. It's reduced by like I reduce the damage by one d10 plus my dex modifier plus my monk level, which is three plus four plus five, which is twelve. Okay. If it's reduced to zero, I can catch the missile for the damage. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So roll damage. Uh, roll damage. I will roll the damage. It's only 11 damage. Alright. So, when the damage is reduced to zero, I can catch the missile if it's small enough to hold in one hand. You catch it 
And now I need you to make a constitution saving throw for me. Okay, that doesn't sound good, but I'll do that. Nine. Okay, <laughs> so you catch the arrow, you're smiling at her and you laugh, and then this green gas sprays out of this arrow that you're holding right into your face. Um, and you take a couple of those. <laughs> He's still rolling. Oh. You take 25 poison damage and you are paralyzed until um, the start of your next turn. Okay, well, I do nothing. <laughs> also, no, until the sorry, the end of your next turn, oh. I believe. Yes. Okay. Um, and she moved, she fired. Yep, that's, that's all she does. Oh. Next we go to... Um, Cortain. I caught the arrow. I thought I was doing well. Like, oh, it's the goggles. <laughs> was it? Turns out it was a joke arrow. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't just spray water in your face. <laughs> it's like pepper water. Uh, it was poison damage, by the way. In, in case um, you have any sort of immunity to it or anything. It makes no difference. Okay, cool. Cortain. Okay, so how far am I away from the giant spider table? Uh, 60, 60, 65 feet. Unfortunately, further than I can, I can get to. I will. Hey, if I'm paralyzed and I'm in the water, do I die? Yep, roll another Asphyxiation. (laughs) Roll for drowning. I will activate my jet boots. Yep. And then I will fly 60 feet, so I will be around about above the spider spider tank. Yep. And then, that is my turn. So I have activated my shield, I have pulled out my sword. I'm, I'm just it's kind of flying there, just just thinking about things. Uh, this is like an episode <laughs> of Dragon Ball Z where like the guy floats in the air and he's powering up for like three episodes, and we're just like, <laughs> can we just finish this already? Yes. Who told you All what right. the script was for this? <laughs> I've read I've read it somewhere before in every other Dragon Ball Z episode. <laughs> uh, then we have. Little Moss again. Oh, God. So you are paralyzed. I'm floating face down in the water, if you need <laughs> me. Now, you're still standing up. You're doing that, like, drunken, dazed, um, you know, like in, in fighting games and stuff, when you when you get uh, stunned or dazed and your character, like, just sort of stands there wobbling around yeah. on, their to- on their toes. This is the point in Mortal Kombat where someone yells out from the side of the screen, finish him, and then he gets uppercutted into the water. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I do nothing. Thanks for asking. Uh, oh, that's no, yeah, that's no problem. Uh, next we have <laughs> Spigs. All right, so Spigs was right in the middle of, like, he got out another device from his uh, microwave oven compartment. Yep, in his arm. In his arm. And he pressed the button as 
as um, as uh, Cortain. Yep. Yes, Cortain, not the other human that we, we left behind. Yes, Cortain. <laughs> uh, he ran like... forward at the same time Spigs threw this grenade. So so Cortain's actually when he speed boosts, he was flying alongside this like beeping, <laughs> glowing thing. Cortain's like up in the air, bro. He's, he's good. He's good. Why do you want to hurt Cortain? No, Peter's just sort of describing the parallels of Cortain flying through the air and like, what, 10 feet away from him there is this grenade flying at the same speed. Oh, okay. I thought he actually wanted a, you know, team kill. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, it just happened that I already had planned to do something and then you happened to rush forward. But that's alright, because it's an EMP grenade. Oh. Man, don't aren't we all riddled with cybernetics? We're, we're screwed. Yeah, Uh-oh. I'm right now flying in air. Like, it's <laughs> <this, this laughs> <is> my fault. <laughs> in a robotic suit. As soon as that goes out, I can't move for like 24 hours. Like, my spine is crushed. That's great. I can't wait for this to happen. Make it happen now. All right, Peter, roll your... Um, you So you throw it. How far can you throw grenades? I don't know. DM. It's your weapon! It's your job to know. No, 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 I bought it. It's a shot. son of a butt. Okay. <laughs> it is, um... You can throw it up to 60 feet. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, it hits Cortain, but doesn't get... Yeah. Gets, well, so, he he was aiming at the spider table tank. I'm going to get a little bomb icon if I can. Ooh, I found a thermal detonator. Alright, where are you throwing it? There? Yeah. Well, we'll say it, we'll say it. it's there. So pretty much right next to Spar Tank. I'm not sure how far the range of explosion. Uh, it is five feet. Five feet? Yep. Five feet around it. Yeah, squares five. five, five Breaking five. the narrative. Know, can you guys see that orange aura? Let's, let's say it was right next to Core Tank, but the last minute it bounces off the Spar Tank to the other and directly, like, where it's, where it's currently sitting. Slightly out of range of Cortain. Alright, and um, do you have the damage written down for that? No, I do not have damage or its effects. You make me look up. It will be at least um, 3d6 lightning damage and it will, yeah, it'll be all electronics in that that area will be um, paralyzed. For a certain amount of time, so I'll, you throw it. I have to make a deck saving throw. I mm-hmm. don't know that much. Um, and this thing's doesn't have any amazing decks, does it? Oh, that's okay, actually. Yep, yeah, uh, it's going to. It's actually going to pass. Oh. So it got a. It got an eighteen on the deck saving throw and. The bar of bombs or grenades, they are a DC 12 saving throw or take 3D 6 type damage. So fire, thunder, thunder, all that sort of shit. Um, so it saves against it, uh, which means it doesn't get exploded with lightning and it doesn't take uh, paralyzing um, so that a damage. Is stand- standard action to throw a grenade? Yes. Oh, so uh, when you when you throw it, it's it lands near it, and then the leg just like pushes it away to like there. It explodes. All this electricity 
sparks out everywhere. These arcs of lightning ripple off all uh, metallic objects in the area, and then the bomb disappears. Um, the adrenaline sticks, are they a minor to cast? Uh, yes. Ooh. All right, I will... Spigs is hurt from those bullets before, magic missiles. He will inject an adrenaline shot stick into himself. All right. Which I don't know what it does, but I assume it's health. It is health. Uh, it is the spare undead spell. Oh, sorry, spare dead. Oh, yes. so it's like if someone's dying, you do an adrenaline shot. Okay. He doesn't do that. He then instead... Cast Cure Wounds. So he has a little other device in his little pocket of awesomeness. Yep. And it comes up and he like presses it and like presses the button and it kind of like like sprays this little red mist and he inhales it. But are you able to do that? Is that an action? That is, oh, it is an action. Damn. Yep. Alright, so he just reloads his cannon. Alright, you reload and... None of those things I said I did, I then reload my cannon. It is the Bolter (laughs) mech and the... Oops, sorry, I'm about to burp. I don't want to burp in the mic, because that's just rude. Hey, that's what half of our bloopers are. We don't have bloopers, otherwise what will happen? Burp! Okay, Uh, it is going to use uh, its bolt attack again uh, against not against Spigs this time. It is going to use it against Cortain. So as Cortain is hovering in the air, all of these little blue energy bullet things fire out of these little cannons on the side of it and they all spiral into all different directions and then head in one singular direction and that direction is Cortain. And so that will be Uh, the first one is going to be a 17 versus AC, which is not going to hit. That is correct. Uh, and the second one is going to be a 23 versus AC. Oh, meets it or beats it. So the second lot hits and slams into you, and that is going to be 15 piercing damage. Excellent. All right. Um, and... I reduce that damage because of my armor. Cool. And... Uh, next it will be... The mech... The Minotaur mech's turn. So this mech, once again, is going to... Um, Don't smush me. It is actually going to... Charge... And when it charges, it slams into you. It uses this ability called Horn Gore. And as it lowers its head and it starts charging towards you, you see its massive horns on the top of its head glow this uh, red sort of energy. And it hits you. And... Do I like it or not? Uh, it will be... And 19... 19 versus AC. Uh, Damn being unarmored. 
That's going to be 13 damage from the stabbing of this horn and the red energy I'm blooded. like burns you for another 9 damage. I'm very hurt. There's blood in the pool. Um, can you make a strength save for me? I can try. Strength saving throw. 15. Is it the 15? Cool. Um, you are, you are like gored by this thing. It's like slashes you through, so like on your ribs and stuff. Um, and instead of like pushing you, you like flip out of the way and land, um, within five feet. So there's like a spray of water that goes backwards as I try and halt my momentum. And then it shows like the pool of this fountain and right near your like where your legs are in the water there's like little droplets of blood yeah, from your side yeah there it is uh, and that is all he will do next is the banshee's turn what she will do is go to the van there's two guys inside of it um, she opens this the she opens the back door there she grabs something out of it oh, and oh, oh. Oh, hold on she, there. she just like spunk gas on me last time and I almost died so this isn't going to go well for me why am I like dual okay. wielding two bad guys come on stop so sticking she, around in the she, air over there she grabs uh, she grabs this large well not large but she grabs this briefcase sized box with a handle it could be a briefcase she then sprints she double moves. She sprints away from the back of the van and towards the building. Oh, uh, that is her turn. Next is Cortain. So, how far am I away from this banshee? Uh, let's see. Hold on. I will get the measuring tool. Wherever the fuck it is. Um, 115 feet. Oh, how far away am I from the Minotaur? Mechator. 85 feet. Still so far away. I will or, do... Or, or like, yeah, 80, 80 foot to the, the very edge of the creature. Yeah. Um, no, I am... I'm going to attack the giant scorpion. No, not scorpion. Why is there scorpion? Spider. Because <laughs> scorpions are pretty cool too. That's cool. That's true. And they're both arachnids. So. That's true. So I will dive down. I will. I will pile drive. It's not really a pile drive. I will simply just. <laughs> fly down. With the power of my boots and the power of gravity. And the thrust of my sword. And I will just slam into this. Into this abomination. Alright, and metal. you're are you using the flame um, modification? You know I am. Hells yeah. Okay, so let's do this. First attack is a twenty-five versus AC. That's gonna hit. Excellent. I'll roll the damage. 
That is... 16 slashing damage and 9 fire damage. Okay. 16 slashing and 9 fire. Yep. Then I will attack it again. Again, a 25 to hit. That is definitely going to hit. Excellent. So... Look at me, I'm good at things. <laughs> 12 slashing damage and 7 fire damage. 12 and 7. Oh, sorry, what was the first lot? First lot was 16 and 9. 16 and 9, yes, perfect. So this is 12 and 7. Am I, am I, am I like, cutting into it, or have I realised that... When you asked if I was doing fire damage, that was a DM trap, and I'm really just healing it. Um, no, you see these, like, you see on the legs and the top of the tank where your slashes are slamming and uh, hitting into the steel. You actually, you pass through that metal, and there is, like, that steaming orange sort of um, melted metal look every time you slash through it. Awesome. Then... I will use my action surge. Yep. And attack this thing again. So that gives me another two attacks. First one. That's unfortunate. That's only a 10 versus AC. That is not going to hit. Second one. Is a 27 versus AC. That is going to hit. So that is... 15 slashing damage and 2 fire damage. Alright, so... Um, describe what happens when you destroy this this thing. Nice. So, my first dive, I come at it. The fire is, is you know, radiating out of, off my sword like a, like a meteor as I just fly straight down to it. Pierce... Pierce into the cockpit because this is this a is there a dude inside this or is there a dude inside the, the the minotaur? You are not sure. Okay, well I slam my sword straight into the cent the central part of this and then just pull it and without any finesse I'm just I'm just bludgeoning, just hacking and hammering at it. All right, so as you're like hacking and slashing into the uh, the top turret head of this spider tank thing. You hear someone inside screaming as bursts of flame sort of lick out of the the gashes and the holes that you've pierced and slashed in it. And then the spider shudders and the legs start to like crinkle up um, and it then falls into the ground. Nice. Um, and it is dead. But I would, I will need you to, um, and anything that's in 20 feet, which is you and the vehicle that it's uh, just come out of, needs to make a uh, dexterity saving throw. That's unfortunate for me. That is a nine. Okay, as you are slashing and you hear the guy screaming inside, when the spider thing falls to the ground, a massive arc of flame explodes out of this mechanized or this mechanical spider tank and you will take uh... oof that's really lucky you will only take 13 fire damage well I'll take even less because I have resistance against fire 
Yes, I rolled a bunch of ones in that. Woo. Actually. Um, so that's lucky for you, but there this thing and the person who is piloting it is no more. Excellent. Does this does the spider legs like go in on itself like normal spiders do when they die? Yes. Nice. That's when they're like yeah, when they when their legs curled up, that's when Yeah. Yeah. AI has come a long way. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Um next is Little Moss. Oh, you I, can move again. I'm glad that you uh, you targeted the weakest opponent and I'm getting my face smashed in in the fountain. If I were to target the weakest <laughs> opponent, I would have cut your head off. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you I, couldn't move either. I'm not an opponent. I uh, know. Yeah, that, that, I realise that's where it falls down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like me in a fountain. Um, oh! maybe, so, maybe, maybe you're a rival to his coolness yeah. and um, all rivals are his... Enemies. Right, I get it, I get it. Yeah. Um, thank you. Yeah. Alright, well, um, hold on, I just like need... My, my parents came and defended me. <laughs> I need some refreshments. Um, I can be your RPG, daddy. <laughs> RPD? Uh, anyway. Give me, give me the sweet items. So, if I move away, he's going to take an up attack and I'll probably get smushed into the into the water. So, I probably don't want to do that. But I would like, like to that. yell <laughs> and say, go for the briefcase to the others. As I right. continue oh. to grapple with this robotic monstrosity. They... they probably they would not have seen any briefcase but guys you here go for the bitch moss, with the briefcase little moss yells out exploitive with the briefcase yeah uh and because it's alliterative um, but it's not when you say expletive i i have a beeper on in, in my my uh, suit so i just hear beep briefcase <laughs> i thought you had a like who installed this i thought you had a beeper like in scrubs like yeah. Before, oh, no, it's, it's, before they had mobile phones. Yeah. <laughs> That's all right. Um, what else are you going to do, sir? Because yelling is not your turn. No, it's not. That is for free. I am going to. I'm basically going to try and jump up onto the head of this mecha monstrosity. Yes. Um, grapple it by the horn and start to like punch it in the head like just crack through the glass the interface the yeah there's a like about where its eyes are there are there is glass yeah so All right. roll for attack yes sir 11 I rolled a 3 that is a miss and I will try and attack again do it 23 that's a hit. Yay! Alright, so for that attack... Or do I roll my other attack as well? Or do I do my damage? Do I have three attacks. Um, you can do your... Your second... Attack or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. uh, like, are you using like, flurry of blows and stuff like yeah. that? Yeah, make sure you just say that too. So I know what, what you use. I do a flurry of blows. Sweet. And the second one is a 24. And that'll also hit. Okay. So roll your damage for both of those and let me know how many and what type of damage too, please. 31 bludgeoning damage. All righty then. Um, so, are your hands classed as being magical? 
Uh, Yet. Um, I have Dense's elemental gauntlets that were crafted for me in the first episode to thank Moss for saving his shop from a gang of unruly youths. And you've used them like twice. Yeah, but I've decided to start incorporating <laughs> them into my broader repertoire. Um, and they so you can add extra damage on. Yes, so I ha- which I have done. Like they're incorporated into my damage, and they are lightning damage. Okay, cool. So how much bludgeoning and how much lightning? Um, the bludgeoning would be everything except for the plus five bonus. So. 10 of that 31 damage would be lightning. Okay, cool. So... Oh, I read it wrong. Okay, no. Cool, cool. Very cool. Uh, how much damage... How, so you did 21 bludgeoning and 10 lightning, yep. right? Sick. Fucking hell. I'm sorry. I don't know what I did, but... No, I, um... I'm. It's not you, it's me. Uh, it's actually me. That's what every girl says to me. Alright, so... You just start pummeling this thing in the top of its head. You're standing on it and you just... Boom, 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 boom. A thousand punches almost. Almost a thousand. You got 999 punches in. The top of this Minotaur's head thing has almost collapsed in. Um, but you haven't quite finished it uh... yet. And it's done a lot of damage. You see its legs like buckling and stuff under the pressure of your punches. Uh, then we will have the Minotaur mech. Oh. So what it, what it will do <laughs> is while you are up there punching it, you will um, you notice that it's getting horny. Those horns <laughs> they change from a glowing these red to a little? glowing green, Uh-oh. and these beams fire out at you. <laughs> Oh dear. That's 20 verse AC. Okay. And that will be. Where are you? Those guys. That's. That's 8. It's 8 radiant damage as these lasers blast out of the horns. It knocks you back 10 feet. Uh, And then as you land in the water. Shock it. it swings its it swings its great maul at you. Uh, that is a 19? 19. Oh, come on! Hits. And... That one. Oh, lucky ducky. That is a good old 12 bludgeoning damage as it slams you with its great maul. Come down. Little Moss goes down in the fountain with the Great Maul. Sounds like an episode of Cluedo. It was it was Little Moss the, in the fountain with the Great Maul. The Minotaur mech is standing over you. It lifts, it slowly lifts up its Great Maul into the sky like you might see Thor do when he fucking flies out into space. He's lifting it up, staring at the maul as it slowly in slow motion coming down to slam into Little Moss once again but before then we have Banshee's turn and she whoa, will whoa, whoa, once whoa, again Spigs. oh it is sorry it is Spigs it is Spigs Spigs turn yes. help me I mean oh, I'm unconscious 
It's just bubbles. Little bubbles. It was a magic fountain. It's actually the fountain of life, and like you drink the water and you get back to full health. Ooh, a twist. Alright. It just gives you cold sores because someone else has been drinking it when they've had them. Now I've got herpes. Oh. Spigs aims the Thunder Fire Cannon at the Minotaur. You don't. You don't know how hurt I am. Okay, let's see. 130 feet? Oh, yeah. Alright. 150 feet, mate. Oh, nice. Alright. Basically, basically a sniper rifle. Yeah, through the van. Like, look at his look at his line of sight in this bay. Like, he's got to get through. Uh, it's Look, it's pretty tall. <laughs> um... He's got to get through another character, a van, another van, and then hit him. The mech, the mech is is pretty tall though. You know what? Actually, the big this um this thing, the the vehicle, the green vehicle on the way, that's going to be in the way. So you'll have to move out, but you'd be able to fire over the van for sure. All right. So what Spooks going to do is he's going to move uh, three squares. One, two, three. So like left to try and get sight on the big mech. Yep, and then fire. All right, do it. Roll your attack, sir. All right. He's gonna use a hero dice. Peter and his hero dice. Ah. Could save your life. With a, what's that, 9, plus 5, plus 4, 18 versus AC. That meets it, it beats oh, it. Yes! What? Are you angry that he is about to save your life? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't want to owe uh, anyone I, And it misses <laughs> just and strays over the water. We'll just go through the water. Piercing. Oh. <laughs> All right. He has also loaded in the magazine of like, well, it's called Arcane Magazine, but it's basically electricity bullets. I think I've read yep. Arcane Magazine. Little <laughs> 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 right, must read. Alright, alright. Yep, that's good, that's good, that's good. So that is. That's eight. Plus three, plus six, seventeen, seventeen plus. What's the actual damage on it? Plus two, nineteen. Oh, you want me to split it up? Um, yeah, split it up. Just, just right. yeah. So oh, six, eight. It's a total of eight piercing damage, and an additional ten thunder damage. All right. Describes what describes to me what happens when you destroy this uh, this Minotaur mech. Basically, so the only thing really Spigs can see is his his uh, back of the Minotaur's head sticking up over the truck. So he yep. fires, aiming perfectly at the 
like his neck, and he kind of serves his neck, and his, his head rolls off into the pool, landing on Moss's head, like back of his head. Ten feet away. That's amazing. <laughs> All right, you fire. The head goes spinning off this mech, and it lands right. Um, we'll say behind the little Moss, unless you want him to take damage from it. I'm happy to do so if you would uh, like. It could be thematic. All right, maybe, cool. Make, make him a this, chance to hit him. Chance to hit him. Um, this this head of this mech flies towards. Little Moss's unconscious and slightly floating body in the water. Um, and that will be a 23 versus AC. Little Moss. It hits. Yep. Um, it will be... He's unconscious. Does that mean he's helpless, Ben? And does that mean he takes an automatic crit damage? Um, I, think, I think so. Alright, so that'll be uh, 12 damage, Little Moss, bludgeoning damage as this huge metallic minotaur head slams into you after it's blasted off of its body what is, by speed. What does that mean? Like, because I'm, I'm downed. So you take minus 12. Okay. And if you get to minus your full HP, your character is... Okay, I'm on minus 12. Gone. G-O-N. This large minotaur mech then stumbles backwards, turning towards where the damage came from. And you see inside the the head section of this mech, there is a guy and he's bleeding from his face. Um, and the top of his head has like blood pouring out of it and is all scorched. And the Minotaur falls to its knee and then slumps over, and then you see the guy just like hanging there, dead. And it will now be the Banshee's turn. Now she's going to run for the door. I told you to go for the yep. girl in the briefcase. Alright, so she makes it towards this massive building and up the stairs in inside and just as this the end of this battle because it really only goes for a you know not even a real like not even a minute hey this battle goes on so quickly that then the building starts to shut down you see over the um or behind the glass, you see all these lights flashing in there and you see here sirens going off and then in the distance you hear security cars and possibly even hovercopters coming towards your uh, your location. What do you guys want to do, Little Moss and Cortain? I'm, d I'm down. I can't talk. Um, I wait. Is Spigs Spigs is there with me? Yeah, he's he's a little bit away, but so forty five feet. Just seen the banshee go into the go into the, the building and, and the security security lockdown has happened. Yeah, she passes that huge fountain and passes the palm trees that uh, sort of flank the staircase or the, the stairs into this huge monolithic building. I will... She runs up those stairs and inside. I'll pull 
little moss out of the water so he's not going to drown. Cool. Then I will just leave him on the fountain for Spigs. And I will rush to the door and see if I can break it with my flaming sword or a gun. It's a it's one of those rotating doors that's constantly spinning. Oh. So Oh so so the security is just like internal alarms and stuff. Yep. Okay, I run through the door. Alright, you make it inside the building and we will cut back to Little Moss's laying there on the side of the fountain, bleeding out. He's got this massive cut on the side of his head. Probably a few broken ribs. Um, Spigs, what are you doing? Spigs, it's like, imagine slow motion, but it's normal motion. He's running towards... <laughs> his chicken legs are working as hard as they can. You make it all the way to Little Moss... And he's laying there, slumped up against the side of the fountain, bleeding out. Spigs pulls out from his Please don't. Uh, oh, wait, what were you going to say? An adrenaline shot. This is not Sean Connery in The Rock. You're not going to stab me in the heart with an adrenaline pen. No, he's going to stab you in the dick. Oh, oh. Stabs you. I hope it's a small needle. <laughs> he stabs him in the left heart. All right. I have two no, sorry, hearts. I didn't say left peck. <laughs> the left peck is what I meant. <laughs> the left. So, I'm gonna stab you in your left heart as opposed to your right heart. <laughs> All right. Um, you stab him with his adrenaline. The spell Spare the Dying is used on you, so you're stabilized. Um, you are brought to 1 HP. Um, it wakes you up. You have a minus 2 to Wisdom for 1d4 hours, which I will roll, which is 3. Um, but you are up and awake. On 1 health. On one health. Okay. Uh, and you know what? Because of the adrenaline, I'll give you a plus two to your initiative. Okay. You're right, little boss. Ah, oh, man. Uh, I'm wet and bloody. I got mushed by minotaurs. Phallus. Oh, yeah. We'll also, Spigs moves over the minotaur suit of suit. Suit. Yep. Checking out. Alright, it's a big um, mechanical mechs, uh, mech suit, a mechanical suit that's shaped like a minotaur. There is a dead pilot inside of it. Um, yeah, that's that's what you see. I say to Spigs, there was a. Remember that, that girl that didn't like you very much and she shot you through the chest that time what yeah I don't that. you don't remember that nope alright well you remember that time when we had our first mission as mercenaries and we had to do a single job which was like drive a laundromat truck from point A to point B you remember that uh, vaguely vaguely yeah right 
And then you you broke protocol and you looked in the back. And when you broke protocol, she broke you. Okay, well then I'm telling you that's what happened and the woman that did that just ran inside that building and I think we need to go get her because she had some kind of briefcase in her hand. Can we sort this out, please? But there's a cool woman in Torso. Maybe, maybe you can use it. I can use it? Shouldn't... Surely you could use it better than I could. You could just plug your feet in. No, no, I'll just try to check it out. It's, it's a, bit, a bit hard to get into. Alright. Can I test it out? Oh. No, can In I can I test it out, having... Luke? <laughs> <laughs> All right, you crawl over there to this big <laughs> with my one HP Minotaur <laughs> mech. Um, the the area that this pilot is in may be a little bit too small for you, little moss, oh. because he's um the pilot's like a you know he's maybe. Five foot, like the, the size of a dwarf, for example, like a jockey. Yeah, he's like a smaller guy that's inside this mech suit. Dude, I'm too. I know they call me Little Moss, but it's actually an ironic nickname. Um, do you want to try <laughs> it out, Spigs? See if you fit in this small hole. It's more your thing. It's more your girth. Is there is there a way, way to use it, Luke, or or not? You can make a um, mechanic check if you wish. Ooh. It's like, speaks time to shine, baby. 75. <laughs> Unlikely. Alright, uh, it is 18. 18. Alright, you find a way to, like, inside the, um, inside the head area, you press some buttons and stuff in there, and the front of it opens up, and there is the, the half-charred and a bloody corpse of this pilot in there. Uh, just as it opens up and all this steam comes out of the, the chest plate of this Minotaur mech and you both recoil um, from the smell, the, the odour of sizzling flesh and boiled blood from the, the shock and uh, that this guy must have received from being inside the suit when it was uh, destroyed, if you will. Um, you guys turn away at the stink. And we will cut to Cortain. You were in the lobby of this massive building. Running down the center of this lobby is the Banshee. And she's running incredibly quickly. There are all of these uh, sort of reception desks and waiting areas. These big glass panels with screens that come across that say, Ultra Die. Does it look like, like, is she just running across the fl- that floor, or is she looking like she's going to a staircase, or an elevator, or... Yes, north, like, further north where she's running towards, there are a bunch of elevators, and some other doors and stuff as well. Okay, um, this, this foyer, foyer, is... Yep. Is it a very, like, if I look up, can I see the balconies of other floors? Like, could I fly up to other floors from where I am? You certainly can. Okay, I will pull out my pistol. How far away yep. is is the Banshee? 
She's probably a good 100 feet or so. 100 feet. Hmm. I will simply chase after her, moving 60 feet. All right. So as you're running through the foyer of this massive building, this Ultra Dye Industries, towards these elevators she gets there and she presses the button and she turns and she's against it and she's constantly like constantly quickly sort of um urgently pressing the button of this elevator to call it down and she's looking up and she's waiting and waiting and waiting and you see everything in the building go dark there's still light pouring in the massive front glass windows of this building but all the power goes out you hear the sound of the the, like the light music in the background of this foyer turn off all the lights you all of the screens that are advertising this company that this that this building is for turns off the elevator stops and you guys all all three of you receive um like across your AR from Gage, it's a whole bunch of code. And then all the code flicks into common language and it says, My last little gift to you for a while. Mm. All the power is down. She looks up at the lights and then she runs towards some, some doors. She kicks it open and makes her way up some staircases. You reach the edge of the staircase and you look up and it just, it looks like this stairwell that reaches on forever. And that's where we'll end this episode. Chills, chills. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for listening. And thank you for downloading. Thank you for sending me this Casio calculator. It's white. It has um, has got a bunch of numbers and stuff. I don't know how to use it too well, uh, but it did it did it put numbers on there. Good. Um, and thank you for listening. Who has a white Casio calculator? I do. Uh, I do. Me too. Well, I you, shouldn't. Have, I did, should, were you the only person that didn't receive I sh- one? I shouldn't have said that in front of people that majored in maths and engineering. It was like, of course I've got one. Dude, I use it, I use it every day at work. Oh my god. Get, get, uh, a, get, a, get a smartphone. Anyway, our website. You can't You can. There is an app. Uh, Travis has to speak about the website that is www.beyondthedice.com which you can also get to on your smartphone and or calculator <laughs> if it's and Casio or white, and or white Casio calculator <laughs> um, check out our Instagram as well we take D&D, RPG and just other nerdy pics and we post them up to there so check it out at Beyond the Dice. Where there should be, we should uploads and pictures of this castle would be, but another source where you could upload to would be our Facebook page at 
facebook.com/btdbeauty. All right. And next time you are on the internet, on your phone or your browser and you have a little bit of time, please head over to whatever service you use to listen to this podcast and give us a review. That'd be absolutely amazing. Um, the more reviews we get, um, the better we can advertise to other people who might want to listen to this. Like there are a lot of D&D podcasts out there, but ours is pretty different because we have some awesome synthwave music and some cyberpunk themes and futuristic shit in it and and um and yeah it would be and little moss and uh it'd be really cool to reach people who may not know about us because we're little people we aren't the big dnd podcast people so if you can review us that'd be fucking sweet anyway thank you and have a good evening see you gents and ladies goodbye